Hello and welcome to the First Class Escapes podcast brought to you by First Class Holidays. Now, if you're looking to be inspired by some of the most incredible destinations from around the world, you are most definitely in the right place because you're going to join us on a journey of discovery for beautiful destinations as we get advice, we get tips, insider knowledge from people who have been there. They are in the know. Now, I'm TV and radio presenter Jenny Powell, your host. Not necessarily in the know, but I want to ask (laughs) questions. And uh, this time, we're going to discover Australia by rail with Journey Beyond. Expect a truly iconic Australian experience as we travel the full length and breadth of the country by train. And once again, I'm delighted to be joined by Paula from First Class Holidays. How are you? I'm great, thank you. Looking good. Thank you. And as usual, um, Paula has all the advice we need when booking a rail expedition with Journey Beyond. And Paula, um, just tell us what... I know you love um, travelling by rail. It's a personal favourite of Mm -hmm. yours, I know. Definitely. So um, what can we expect this week? Um, well, Australia is sort of home to some most of the amazing and iconic rail journeys. And rail travel is just such um, an iconic way of seeing different parts of the world, um, but especially a country like Australia. You know, what better way than just to kick back and take in the scenery and at a leisurely pace? So there's some amazing journeys that I'm sure Richard will tell us more about in a moment. Um, but it's just a, it's a lovely way to see, I think, the best of Australia at a given pace. And it, they are really sort of quite cocked captivating you've got the comfort you don't have to drive or you can incorporate a rail travel within a um, an itinerary as well but um, Australian by, by rail is very very popular indeed and a personal favourite mm-hmm. I know you love it <laughs> Paula you mentioned Richard before and he's on the line now it's Richard Howarth actually from Journey Beyond hello Richard hello Jenny hello how are you I'm very good, thank you. Just to get us started and paint a bit of a picture, could you tell us um, a bit about Journey Beyond? So we're an Australian company. Uh, We're based in Adelaide in South Australia, and we own and operate some of Australia's iconic journeys and experiences. That includes the famous transcontinental rail expeditions, the GAN and the Indian Pacific. So for someone like me, uh, you know, I've not really ever travelled by rail um, Mm -hmm. and and used it as an adventure, you know, to see Mm -hmm. um, the sights abroad. I know you're a huge fan, Paula. Very much so, yes. So can you tell us why it's a great idea to travel by rail um, and to travel by rail in Australia? Well, I I don't think I'm telling you or anyone else listening anything new when I say that Australia is a very, very big country. And a holiday to see all the sights uh, can sometimes creep seem quite frantic when you when you have to ram everything together and rush around but the difference is as soon as you step on board one of our trains suddenly everything slows down Uh, as soon as you arrive at the station you're going to be greeted by one of our staff with a with a drink normally a glass of fizz will be offered to you you'll be stepping on board you're going to be shown to your private cabin it's it's actually it's a comparison that many people have made to me it's it's almost like being on board a cruise ship you go into your cabin, you can unpack your bag, you sit down, you sit back with your drink, and and as the train moves off, you are literally watching Australia go by outside your window. So that sounds amazing to me that, you know, it's all about the pace. The pace slows down, and it's almost like you hand over, you know, responsibilities, <laughs> you know, to everyone on the train who's there to look after you. And also... 
in a way, it sounds as if, you know, you, you're in this cocoon of, of luxury and, um, you know, you can just, you know, the noise outside is gone now and it's just you and the view. Exactly. I mean, one of the important things that, that we like to stress and which is very important these days when people are budgeting for holidays is that all our rail expeditions are fully inclusive. And by that, I mean that it obviously includes your, your cabin accommodation on board. It also includes all your meals on board. Um, so breakfast, lunch and dinner every day that you're on board with us. And that's just not canteen fare, by the way. We are offering an amazing fine dining experience. We have a dedicated restaurant on board with very talented chefs cooking the most amazing food, regional food, uh, specifically selected for whichever journey you're on. Um, I say the, the, the food, some people actually do travel with us for the food alone, I, I understand. So that's wow. an experience in itself <laughs> by the sounds yeah. of it. And it is amazing to think, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, you might be sitting down to dinner, mm -hmm. you know, lovely, beautiful sort of silver service and um, thinking, how does he rustle that up in the train <laughs> in the kitchen? But, you know, these are, I'm sure it, they're expertly done. Yeah. yeah um, but it, it does sound to me a real treat and the most relaxing way, mm. um, a therapeutic way possibly of, 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 you know, experiencing certain parts of... Of, of Australia that you do on mm. your routes. So we, we've got the we've got the food. I, I'll keep going to the inclusive aspect because we've yes. also got and and this isn't always common. I don't think is all your drinks on board, and that's not just drinks at meal times. Any time of the day uh, you want to drink, you just go along to our lounge bar and you can order obviously soft drinks. You can order coffees, very nice fancy barista style coffees or an alcoholic drink um, at any time of day actually and, and trust me people do drink <laughs> any time of day no yeah. <laughs> but it, it's um, also great for people who you know you can have those nasty surprises I think sometimes with your holiday you mm. have a budget um, if things aren't included as you've uh, mentioned with um, these trips then you know it, things can be you know it sort of ruins the experience because yeah. all of a sudden you know you've got this this unexpected bill um that you hadn't quite uh, you know catered for but um this sounds to me as if you know you have your budget um and once you're on you're on and there's no nasty surprises it is it, it, it's totally fully inclusive and the other aspect is which I, I mustn't leave out is the fact that you know you're on the train for you know can be for a few days um mm. Our longest is a four-day journey. Um, but the train is stopping every now and again. Now, these stops vary in length. Some, some can just be for an hour or two. Some can be for a whole day. And, and these stops are at, at destinations where there's lots to see and do. So when our guests get off the train at these destinations, we're offering them a choice, normally a choice, not always a choice, but normally a choice of excursions, which they can then go on. And all these excursions... Are also included in their fare. So quite frankly, once they've paid for, for their for their ticket, there's absolutely no reason why they then need to put their hand in their pocket at any point whilst they're, they're traveling with us. And I think as well, rail compared to some of the other regions in the world, certainly um, with Journey Beyond, the prices are very competitive compared to, you know, I won't name any, anybody in particular, but certainly different parts of that, of those iconic um, railway experiences of the bygone age really as well, but still with a modern classic twist because it is luxurious travel. So 
you've got people, you know, maybe you want to spend at an anniversary, special occasions that maybe, or just maybe just don't want to drive or don't want to fly and miss, um, like you say, the gentle pace. Um, they are really good value. They are really, really good value when you can even can compare to, to air travel, certainly. But for, for, you, for you are guessing, I, I can't deny it. It's amazing value. But on, I mean, on board, it is like a, a traveling hotel. Um, when, you, when you make your booking, you have a choice of either a twin or single cabins. The twin cabins, all the twin cabins have a private ensuite bathroom. Um, the singles don't, the way the singles have a shared bathroom, but it, they're very, very nice facilities and not too many people sharing with you. Um, we've mentioned the restaurants on board. So there's also a lounge car on board. Um, you know, it is, say, like a hotel on, on wheels. I've actually uh, been passed a brochure over by Paula sneakily <laughs> um, on the page where we have the, the Queen Adelaide restaurant and it looks absolutely stunning. Um, and it, it, it's almost like it's out of a movie. Very romantic, mm. um, but just a beautiful setting um, to, to sample that exquisite food. Um, my mouth is watering as we speak. It is an amazing saying. I'll, I'll just mention that because it's a question we get asked uh, a lot, actually, because I know in some parts of the world, train, train travel can be quite formal as well. But you mustn't forget this is Australia. Uh, and Australia doesn't really do formal. So it is a very relaxed atmosphere as well. Um, I'm not sure if you can see some, some of the photographs that you've got there, maybe. But, you know, people are, are eating, say, this amazing five-star food but, you know, in possibly in their, in their shorts and a, and, a, and a comfortable casual shirt. Uh, it's, it's that, you know, it's, it's still an Australian style product. Yeah, it sounds really, really like luxuriously laid back. Is yes. How I'd put it <laughs> from our conversation so far. So you've certainly painted a picture of um, the train experience that um, everybody can have. But um, I suppose it's... Uh, now onto the journeys that we make on these lovely trains. So can you tell us about the GAN journey? Okay, so the GAN, probably our most well-known journey. It operates between Adelaide in South Australia, right in the far south of the country, right the way up to Darwin, right at the top in the Northern Territory. 1,850 miles is the, is the total you'll be covering on that journey. Um, the service has been operating just for, for the history bus amongst you for over 90 years now. Uh, and you're passing right through the red centre of Australia. Now, our normal GAN service is a three-day, two-night journey. Um, so you're on board, um, sleeping on board the train for two nights. Um, but we also operate what we call our GAN expedition. Uh, this only operates southbound, only operates from Darwin down to Adelaide. But this is a four-day, three-night journey, so a longer in duration. Obviously not longer distance, but the reason why it's a longer duration is that we're just spending longer on the stops. It's just slightly more relaxed journey, uh, more time spent sightseeing, basically. So on the GAN expedition, for instance, uh, once they've left Darwin, they spend, they leave Darwin in the morning, they spend a whole afternoon in Catherine Gorge, which is this beautiful lush canyon uh, in the Northern Territory. Go on a boat trip on that, um, although there are other choices on that one as well. Um, they then overnight and then we arrive in Alice Springs the next morning and guests get to spend a full day exploring Alice Springs. It's an amazing, uh, again, iconic uh, red centre town. Um, we actually have a dinner uh, off the train that night, um, which is a beautiful experience. But then we're back on board, we overnight on the train again and the next morning 
we're just a little bit down the road from this town called Kubapidi. Now, Kubapidi isn't on most tourists' radar, to be honest. It's, it's a bit in the back of beyond, but it's a, it's a mining town, uh, specifically opal mining. And it is it's a remarkable place. I say most tourists don't get to go there because if you were self-driving, it's a long way off the beaten track. But it's not too far from the railway lines, and we get to go there and spend a day there in this town, which most of the residents still live in hollowed out caves. It's, it's such a hot place. That's the coolest place to live. Oh, it sounds lovely. And, and for you, Paula, mm-hmm. um, is there a huge sort of interest now as well, or is it growing anyway, for, um, for that adventure, that experience, just to go really off the beaten track? A bit of both, really. We've always had rail buffs, for example, that will always want, always be keen to do a rail journey, whether they're rail buffs here in the UK or it's always been on somebody's bucket list to do an iconic rail journey. So this lends itself entirely to that, of course. Um, but certainly, yeah, people, it, they are on the increase, definitely. I think people want something a bit different. Mm. They want that experience. They want that leisurely pace and, and they want good value for money. And obviously seen some amazing scenery along the way and all the lovely inclusions that Rich has um, highlighted and to get that level of service and that level of food and wine and the scenery Mm. it's a perfect combination and like you say that on yes self-drive is very very popular in Australia however a lot of people will combine doing an element of rail with it because if depending on what their itinerary is it's the perfect combination it really really is but um very, very popular, very, very popular indeed. I just love the idea of sort of like the pictures, you know, the visions mm. you're seeing outside, the train changing constantly and, and presumably being quite different, you know, after what a day or two, it can be quite a change. Mm. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the, ga- the noticeable difference from the GAN actually, because as I say, if you're, well, whichever direction you start on, say you're starting off in the north, I mean, Darwin is this lush tropical paradise, you know, it's, it's all green. Um, and, but gradually, um, you know, you'll, you'll see that greenness. And actually the transition, I have to say, actually happens overnight. You sort of go to bed um, on your, your first night on the train, you know, having passing through this sort of, sort of tropical forest, if you like. When you wake up in the morning you're tr- and you open the blind, you're in a desert. Um, so the contrast is amazing. So that's sort of like that, the Gan journey, of course. But there's another very special one you do, which is the Indian Pacific journey. Yes. So the Indian Pacific is a journey that operates from Perth, um, which is, as I'm sure people know, on the Indian Ocean. Goes via Adelaide all the way to Sydney, which I'm sure people know is on the Pacific Ocean. And that is as very simple as how it got its name. The Indian Pacific from the Indian Ocean to the Pacific Ocean. Um, that's 2,700 miles in total for those uh, keeping track. Excuse the pun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit newer than the GAN, uh, it's, but still been operating for over 50 years now. So um, we had another anniversary for 50 years, uh, again, a year or so ago. Um, the journey from Perth to Adelaide uh, alone, because it, it's, it's basically from Perth Ad- via Adelaide to Sydney. Adelaide is our home base where the trains uh, get to sleep. Um, that Perth to Adelaide journey is, is a two-day crossing of the enormous Nullarbar Desert. Uh, we stop a couple of times on that part of the journey. Uh, we stop at this enormous sheep farm. It's called Rawlinna, or, sta- or sheep station, actually, they would call it, um, uh, where we always have a meal off the train. Uh, it does depend on what direction you go, because the timings, obviously, well, they are different. Uh, 
going uh, eastbound, it's a, it's a breakfast stop. Going westbound, it's a, it's actually a dinner stop. And actually, the dinner on the westbound journey uh, at Royal Linner Sheep Station is amazing. It's such a great experience. You're having dinner on these tables off the train uh, under starlight basically we have a musician uh playing it's such a wonderful experience yeah oh, we're sold i'm there <laughs> and we also actually stop off in another place on that on that sort of on that desert crossing and it's a place it's a little town called cook um and it's it's actually a ghost town and it's literally in the middle of nowhere and, and the sign says it we we have to stop there to take on uh, water for the uh, train engine and um so it's one of those stops really just to stretch your legs but it just gives people an idea of what how remote parts of Australia can be and it, yeah and quirky too definitely you, you know, know yeah sort of all these sort of unexpected sort of little treats along the way I would assume mm-hmm. I think that's the other thing maybe people have preconceptions or mm-hmm. think they're going to know what to expect but it's always lovely when you know there are certain things that uh, you know yeah. sort of pop up on the way on your journey that you don't necessarily think you know we're ever going to be there yeah i mean that actually that's probably the most photographed stop because uh, it's actually one of the few places because it's just a funny place and it's actually one of the few places where because it's so remote um all the guests can actually wander up and have the photograph taken literally in front of the engine and uh, that, well that's respect photo. for the train as yeah. well because in a way um you know it is almost like you know they are those trains have a have earned a respect, haven't they? Yes. Um, oh, yeah, very much. I'm sure so. that um, you're very fond of each and every one, and you know <laughs> their names. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, what other journeys are our experiences um, that Journey Beyond do and provide? Well, I'll mention just just one. We have a third um, rail expedition, and this is quite a new one. Uh, we've only been operating it for just over three years, and um, a couple of those years were obviously been a bit. Uh, hand-tied with what's been going on with COVID, but the new um, service operates between Adelaide and Brisbane. Mm -hmm. Um, It's called the Great Southern. It only operates during the Australian summer months. It operates from December to February. And it's uh, basically, it's slightly different depending on which direction you go. It's it's a three-day journey in one direction, it's a four-day journey in the other. Again, dependent, it's obviously going the same route, but it's different stops. And we stop at various places. We stop at Canberra. We stop in the Grampian Mountains of Victoria. We stop on the Queensland coast. Uh, we stop in Melbourne. So all sorts of different options. Oh, we and Hunter Valley Winery stop. Um, so it's a real sort of variety of different stops on that one as well. So it's, the, it's called the Great Southern. So it's our, our brand new rail expedition. With a list like that, it's very difficult to um, even even begin to think mm-hmm. um, what you'd go for, but apart from all of them. Yeah, exactly, do, yeah, do all the trains, but um, yes, and it's. I think just like Richard's explained, there's there's so much involved, even in those three or four day itineraries, and such good added value and such choice as well. Like ourselves at First Class, we we only work with the best, and so anybody who's going to. Um, a different part of Australia to do experience to train um, or maybe do something for the first time. Um, time is precious, isn't it? And you want to do the very best of what is available, but at a good, reasonably priced um, package. So it's all that all that hassle is taken care of, of you. And we've already done the hard work between us of actually sourcing what is the very best at good uh, well outstanding um locations amazing service and quality wines and and food and the whole cultural experience as well 
you really do take the stress out of these because mm. really you know once sort of like you say uh, as well with the train journeys I think once you know what your budget is and you've paid for um, that experience you really can leave everything up to you that's the beauty of it is that you know there's a whole world out there isn't there and you know there are so many different um, areas that people may want to travel um, so we just take the hassle and, and the, the stress and the worry and and know that you know time is precious money is precious and getting the the best value holiday for uh, to create those memories to create those you know the the they are dream destinations and and you are qual- spending that that quality time rather than you spending hours and hours researching everything yourself uh, um and you know like we've like we said before you wouldn't, wouldn't necessarily you won't have any savings we 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 work very very closely with these handpicked suppliers and because we work so closely for so long with them we get really good rates as well so there's no reason why you wouldn't do it as part of a, 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 a as a package holiday and have all the extra implications as in all the extra protections financially and and have a wealth of experience that we're happy to share with you and just to make sure it all goes to plan for you as well you've certainly got our minds racing now um you've really painted you know uh an incredible picture of what we're basically missing out on. I've got serious <laughs> FOMO now. Um, and so what's the best way to plan an itinerary with Journey Beyond? Okay, so I think the best advice I can give if, if you are planning to include a train journey into any itinerary is really to lock that part of the journey in first, right at the beginning of your planning. Um, because, you know, whilst the GAN is operating certain times of year twice a week, um, the Indian Pacific and the Great Southern are only once a week each direction. Uh, and to put it bluntly, they do get booked up well in advance, particularly the platinum cabins, more so than necessarily the gold. But generally speaking, they get booked up far, far in advance. So my advice would always be book up your train journey. As soon as, you're, as, soon as you've got a client that's showing interest, lock that date in and then effectively build the rest of the itinerary around that. Um, because that will then make the whole rest of of the itinerary building so much easier. Right, so start in that order. Definitely. And that that is what we do. That is certainly what we do at First Class. We will always look at the the train element first and look at which obviously days of operation and what availability is like and um, and book that element for for all of our customers. Okay, so how do we go about booking this particular one? Well, by all means, you can contact us by any of the various forms. So be it, give us a call. We're on 0161 885608. You can find us on our website, www.fcholidays.com. Or you can email us on australia at fcholidays.com. We have a ton of experts waiting to share the knowledge and to be able to do a quotation um, or do a booking on one of the rail journeys or a full itinerary for you. Um, We also have a whole network of fabulous travel agents across the whole of the UK. So if you do not already have a travel agent and we can put you in contact with one in your locality. Um, obviously, we are based up here in Manchester, but I say we deal with everybody throughout the whole of the UK. And I can personally recommend all of our agents for you as well, if you really do, because I, th- I think I do pretty you much know them so all. You are so hands-on, <laughs> I'm so hands-on, definitely. Um, but yeah, I think, and just just like Richie said, any holiday to Australia, really, um, 
generally people are booking well in advance. Um, we have seen some a few different patterns of late um, that people are booking some last minute availabilities for Australia. Um, however, yeah, rail, you really have to book that as early as possible. So I would really say, yes, we can still get some pockets of availability um, for, you know, this year or an imminent departure. Historically, people have always booked Australia well in advance, but we are seeing a bit of a shift and a bit of change with all different, um, well, the whole world's opened up again, hasn't it? And people now are more comfortable in travelling. Um, and then, of course, we, we're just having to meet that demand, you know, because there's a lot, of, a lot of people who, you know, were able to travel but can travel now so um yeah it's it's a case of we'll make sure we find the right itinerary we'll work out the the train journey that would suit your particular itinerary or multiple train journeys um and obviously if you're visiting friends or family you maybe want to uh, in want to book an iconic rail journey you may not have in, encompassed that i mean you're your air ferry is often the dearest part of your holiday or a big chunk of it. So one of my tips that I always say is get as much out of it as you can. Why not go and see another part of Australia? Yes, you know, family may live in Sydney or in, in Darwin or whatever. But And just like Richard said, a lot of Australians themselves haven't been on some of these iconic rail journeys. So why not, if you can't get your family on them, have a have a week's rest from your family and go on the train as well. So. Everybody's silently nodding at yeah. that one. <laughs> Definitely. So why should we book our Australian train journey with first class holidays? Right, well, first class holidays are very much an independent tour operator. We only deal with the best local suppliers and we've handpicked every single element of what we can find for you. So not only do we offer full financial protection, which obviously is very important to everybody, um, but we've worked hard over 26, 27 years actually obtaining the best rates and the best levels of service and you will be completely taken care of from start to finish. So not only will we make sure we'll find the perfect itinerary for you from the moment you actually contact us until you return home, you have got that contact. You have got that um, level of service to just take your breath away, hopefully. And then, you know, hence why we have lots of customers do come back to us time and time again. We have a, a lot of people will come to us for rail travel in one area and say, I mean, rail travel especially is such a popular way of seeing some beautiful parts of the world mm. so people may have experienced a rail travel in a different part of the continent or in a different a different part of the world and then think oh yeah we've got the rail bug now so yeah come to us and we will certainly look after you it sounds perfect it really does sound like first of all booking the trip mm -hmm. you know first class holidays take the strain definitely um, yeah and then the train yeah and then, <laughs> then there's the train and they definitely sounds like once you set your foot on that journey and on that train all your cares and your worries just disappear mm -hmm. and you just look out that window and every day there's just another beautiful view um, and that's all you have to worry about is just enjoying yeah. it and the food. You really have opened up the world for, for someone like me who's not a rail bug. Mm -hmm. you've, you, you have opened up like another dimension now to travel, you know, which I haven't really considered. That's 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 what I think hooks people in. It just when they realise what's what's on offer. It uh, really does grab them. Yeah, I, and thank you so much. Honestly, it's um, it's been a real insight, Richard, um, from Journey Beyond. Of course, um, uh, it's been it's been 
first class speaking to you, platinum <laughs> even. I'd say that was a platinum <laughs> chat. <laughs> so there we are. Thank you for listening to First Class the Escapes. I've been your host, Jenny Pell, and I really hope you have been inspired by what Journey Beyond can offer. And of course, a massive thank you to Richard Howarth from Journey Beyond and of course to Paula from mm-hmm. First Class Holidays. <laughs> Um, if you've enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe wherever you get your podcast so you get the next episode on release day, which is, uh, of course, the way to do it. And and then I love it. I just love it when you leave a review, as long as it's a good one. But no, leave a review. We're that confident. And don't forget, you can find your perfect break for you by searching for First Class Holidays today. And as for us now, uh, are we going to take the train? Oh, definitely. <laughs> and we'll, we'll see you next time for your next escape.